What is up, everyone? Welcome back to The Awakened Catholic Show. That's right. It is The Awakened Catholic Show. I'm your host, Nick Del Torre. Today, we have got uh, a children's book author, Susan Joy Bellavance. She's written these three books, and uh, she is on the show with me today. Actually, Colleen, let's bring Susan in for just a second here. Susan, welcome to the show. Are you excited? Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited. Yes, uh, I'm I excited. I loved your your Christmas book here. We're going to get into Christmas. We're going to talk about family traditions for Christmas and how your book helps uh, families to explore that more beautifully, more deeply, and more Catholic Catholicly. Uh, all of that is coming up right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Awakened Catholic Show. This is not your grandmother's Catholic talk show, unless she is a super cool grandmother. I'm your host, Nick Delatore, and before we dive in, I just want to let you know that if you want to support the making of this show, the Awakened Catholic Show, you could join the patron community for this show, which is called Community of Saints, with a lowercase s, to join the Community of Saints and check out all the cool perks you get, including daily scripture reflections with yours truly, uh, and let's be honest, they're all so fun. So visit the Awakened Catholic show.com to learn more about the community of saints with a lowercase s susan bellavance welcome to the awakened catholic show how are you today thank you i am ready to go i'm so excited to get a chance to share my faith yeah so, Beautiful. Yeah, we, we chatted a little bit uh, before we hit the record button today, and I loved hearing about your kids and uh, the work you're doing with these books. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I, I want to just kind of dive into the person of Susan Joy Bellavance. Uh, and my assistant told me that you also just go by Z, which I'm Z. assuming is a play on Susie. Yes, you got it. Okay. You're the only one that's ever gotten it. Look, Yay. Hey, you know, I mean, I went to school, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, tell us about yourself. How did you uh, get into being a children's book author? Okay. I think the most important thing when I was growing up was books. Okay. And yeah. I started writing poetry when I was a kid and had a lot of, uh, lot of interest in writing, but reading i just you know the library bus used to come to the to our neighborhood that was the big day and um jrr tolkien was the life changer for me now were you always like an uber catholic that levitates when you pray or is that more of a recent thing in your life um i i, I was baptized uber you were baptized uber <laughs> <laughs> love um, that i i never miss mass in my life and um the the kick butt part for me comes from our lady and I've been working for her. My family is consecrated to our lady. And what our job is, we go around getting people to get in the ark, get in the ark, or, my, or you get in the immaculate heart because it's gone down. You'll never lose your faith. Um, so uh, so I've been working in the vineyard my whole life. And, mm. uh, and you know, even college, I never missed, I mean, I had to go to confession a lot, but I, I, I was never missed mass on Sunday. But I've always been a woman of prayer and fight. And uh, I have a harsh personality, well, harsh I have a strong character, and so um, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, God harnesses me, and then I, I'm kind of fearless when it comes into to witness pumping gas. Hey, dude, did you go to mass today? You know, like <laughs> wow, what are you talking about? It's like, well, you know, I'd like to invite you to come to my church, and there were ten o'clock, man, and the guy's pumping his gas, and he goes, okay. <laughs> Has anyone so ever taken happens, you up on that? Yeah, yeah, he you know, he said he said he would consider it. But you know, it went. See, you know, we get we put the seeds right. Yeah. So 
my life has just been about sowing seeds and inconveniently and conveniently. And just, it, you know what? You can't make it look quiet. It, it comes out of me. <laughs> well, that, that should be all of us. That should be all yeah. of us. And if it's not us, then we're doing something wrong. Um, right. Or we have a lack of faith. Uh, I yeah. think I think any degree to which that is not in us, whether me or you, viewer or listener, that's like what uh, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth and Pope John Paul II talked about in what's called practical atheism. Like on some level, you have a lack of faith if you are not bursting at the seams with the truth. Um, and so that's paraphrased, but to be clear, but um, but yeah, yeah. I, I love that, and and you should not uh, be apologetic for that at all, Susan. So speaking of. Uh, the gas station scenario. Are you ready for the Kerygma speed round? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Susan, question number one. Who is Jesus to you? He is my the soul of my soul. And mm. he is my Lord and Savior. He is He is the Eucharist. He's the word. He's the He's the one who came into the world. He's the one who was sent. He was sent to me. He's my spouse. He's my beloved. He's the one who died for me on the cross. That's beautiful. He's, he's everything. I love that. That's absolutely gorgeous. You just made me fall in love with Jesus even a little bit more. <laughs> that was lovely. Question number two. Elevator pitch for life with Jesus. You have to choose whether you believe this is all there is. And if you believe in Jesus Christ even a little bit, then you have to believe in all of Jesus. I love it. That's a heck of a charisma speed round there, Susan. <laughs> Excuse me, Z. Thank you. <laughs> thank God. Awesome. Well, th- praise God indeed, and 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 thank you for your witness in that charisma speed round. So you know you were baptized Uber. Um, I'm curious. Obviously, a lot of people get baptized as infants. A huge majority of Catholics do. What was unique though about your upbringing? that kind of made you naturally uber like what did your parents do uniquely that maybe other parents don't do that don't end up with the same result there's only one answer to that and that's absolutely true my mom when she was 20 something um i was her first unwanted pregnancy it's very interesting um uh my mom found our lady and my dad was a lapsed lutheran and he didn't go to mass but he, she said uh, um I'll say my rosary for the rest of my life, Blessed Mother, if you make him Catholic. Well, then my dad became uber Catholic. And the Blessed Mother supplies for us what we can't in our own little selves supply. She's a mother of God. She's the spouse of the Holy Spirit. She's the Immaculate Conception. There is all grace and power there. And uh, she's going to help you not lose your faith. Anybody who walks with Our Lady never loses their faith ever, 100% guaranteed. John Paul called it indispensable. What about that? Don't you understand? Indispensable. Hmm. And you said that you told me uh, before we started this episode that your kids are also super hardcore Catholics. So yeah. so there's something happening, in whether it's a DNA thing or just something. Well, it's, like- it's the consecration. Everybody's, the consecration, what I say is everything belongs to Our Lady, that is mine. Mm-hmm. So my children and my my husband. So so the lineage, it's like a lineage of grace. You know how like there's a, a bloodline sin? It goes generation, generation, but there's also bloodline grace. And our lady, our lady provides such her strength around you that you will never lose your faith. 
Well, dang. Uh, Susan, you're making me want to go ahead and push us into the Catholic Weird Stuff segment. Are you yes, ready? Yeah, Let's do absolutely. it, Colleen. Roll it. Catholic Weird Stuff. Why do they do the things that they do? Let's learn some Catholic Weird Stuff. It's super weird. All right. So today we are going to be talking about the consecration to Our Lady. Speaking of the consecration to Our Lady, as we just were. Uh, so, Susan, you brought this topic to us. And, you know, now getting the context of your story and, and this, like, lineage of grace um, that you attest to the consecration uh, to Our Lady. I'm so excited to dive into this with you and learn more because you're kind of making me want to do it, uh, specifically for my family, you know. Um, Right. So, yeah, let's get into it. So, so tell yeah. us, you know, what, what can you share with us about the origins of, of this? Um, you know, I, yeah. I, I really liked the context that you offered, which, you know, if you look at the foot of the cross, um, Jesus is, is handing Mary as, as a mother to the beloved disciple um, and, and telling the beloved disciple, like, hey, care you know this is your mother uh, and so so you know you you kind of contextualize like this is kind of the origin of this concept in a sense um so talk to me about this she's a spouse of the holy spirit right yeah yeah and i and that calls her that yeah and that I've, I've heard contextually that like uh the marriage that saint joseph had with mary was more of like a guardianship where he was like it her was protector yeah, because she's already got a covenant. Uh, she said, "I am the Immaculate Conception." She said, "You, my name is Mrs. Holy Spirit." That's how she signs her checks. Okay, <laughs> Mrs. Holy Spirit. Mrs. Holy Spirit operates in and through the agency of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And then at the foot of the cross, Jesus says, "Behold your mother." That was not a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think maybe you should have a devotion. He's saying he's a he's dying and he's bleeding out. He's like. Here's your mother. I'm giving you this. Mm-hmm. And then I say to myself, you know, when I think of priests and bishops and teachers and catechists, what kind of father keeps the children from their mother? A, a bad a one. Crazy yeah. or, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, we keep the children. So if our, if our work in, 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 the, in, in William Wallace at the Battle of Sterling, he goes out in that movie, he goes out and goes, I'm here to pick a fight. All men, all Catholic men should have that. Women, everybody should have that, but especially the guys because it's it's their agency. The battle is their agency. I'm here to pick a fight means I'm coming, entering into Our Lady who's been commissioned to crush the head of the devil. You want the devil out of your family? Make your consecration. Bring her in the family. Make everything that belongs to you belong to her. And you will be invincible. You know what St. Louis de Montfort calls people who make their consecration? He calls them um, predestinate soul. The church does not believe in predestination. He's making a hyperbole. Mm -hmm. He's saying Our Lady is so capable of maintaining you in your faith and making you a saint. I'm going to call you predestinate soul. Interesting. How cool is that? What what can someone do to, to take some initial steps towards a consecration to Our Lady? The this, this simple one, there's two. There's a hard one and there's an easy one. The easy one is Father Mike Gately, 33 Days to Morning Glory. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that 33 Days to Morning Glory, he took it. He read, he read, this was the hard one, uh, Louis de Montfort's uh, Devotion to Mary, True Devotion to Mary. But but he, 
Father Mike said, look, it's hard for this generation to read the heavy stuff. But Louis was seven, 1750s or around that time. And he, and he goes, I'm going to make it simple. And so John, so he takes the consecration and he looks at it in the life of Louis de Montfort, Mother Teresa, John Paul II, Maximilian Colby. And by, so you read and prayerfully read it in the end. After 33 days, you pick a feast day and you make a consecration. All of a sudden, you'll see the lineage of grace. Her, she is full of grace. That's powerful stuff. Yeah, I mean, the incarnation is is huge. I mean, it's... It's everything. Yeah. And it's the most powerful prayer you can say. Why did Padre Pio call it his weapon? I mean, we can trust Padre Pio. Why did he call it his weapon? Well, because every time you're saying it, evil is being crushed and defeated. So it's really a powerful prayer. To say. And we're meditating on the life of Christ, but I'm telling you, just the Hail Mary mm-hmm. is enough to get his butt from here to kingdom come. Amen. And that should be our goal. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, I know I'm I'm definitely interested in looking into consecrating our family. Uh, and I think... Uh, if viewer or listener, if you're interested in doing the same or just investigating it further, we'll have links in the, the show notes for that, to do that with either Father Michael Gately's, uh, or St. Louis de Montfort's, Montfort's, man, you ever just yeah. say a word and you're like, sounds <laughs> yeah. are you're weird. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I show you, I show you Louis, see? Oh, Louis, so pious. Um, <laughs> giving our, yeah, so we'll, we'll put lo- uh, notes to all of that links links in the notes to all of that uh for you yeah. viewers or listeners um okay before we continue i need to take this brief moment to let you know that this episode is sponsored by the one and only select international tours the amazing people at select international tours who we have partnered with for all of our pilgrimages here at awaken catholic they have sponsored this episode they're amazing people it's an amazing organization they put on the best the singularly best pilgrimages in the United States, nay, the world. And they have deigned to sponsor this episode. Thank you, Select International Tours, for being amazing and for putting yourselves at risk of me misusing the word deigned. I'm not even sure, is that a real word? Let me know in the comments. All right, let's go back to Z. Susan, Z, let's talk about the light of Christmas morning. Yes. Um. So I I found this to be a very charming uh, book. I, I loved the combination of your words and the illustrations by Anne Cassan Engelhart, um, yeah. and I just think it's it's beautiful. Um, it paints such a a, a picture of um, uh, like it, it gives you the sense that you're you're observing like a fond memory but at the same time, an ideal that you want to strive for in your own family. Um, and it just gives you all the, the warm, fuzzy feelings, and I, and I love it. Um, and it begins with the Mass here, uh, portrayed beautifully in the illustration and in the words. Um, and it isn't just the Mass, it's the Mass as a family, and it's Christmas Eve. Um, and you see the candlelight, you, you, you know, and you're talking about the bells ringing with joy, um, the glowing faces, and there really is something uh magical about mass mm. on christmas eve and yes there is um and i remember as a kid that being the case for me yes. uh whether it was you know the the midnight mass or if it was one of the you know the evening masses like there was just something so special about christmas eve mass and mm. and i i love that what you achieve with this book because i have argued for so long 
uh, parents, if you got kids in the room and you you guys are super into the the Santa Claus thing, earmuffs. Ask the kids to go into a different room and not listen to this moment of the show. I have just insisted for so long that we don't need to lie to our kids to create yeah, magic no, to create the magic of Christmas. Christmas yeah, no. is magical. Yeah, I, I never what Christmas actually is. What Christmas actually is is magical, and and your yes. book really does illustrate that yeah. beautifully. Um, yeah. You know, after the the evening mass and the, and the magic of the evening mass, the the family goes to Nana and Papa's house, and uh, they have they have dinner, they have uh, snacks and stuff, and then and then this beautiful imagery of the drive home. Let me get this in camera here. Um, the beautiful imagery of the drive home, and you see the house up on the horizon there, um, and and then the family. Uh, spending time around the Christmas tree that night and doing their final prayers with the Advent candles. Um, And there is just such, like, this book highlights so beautifully what the real magic is of Christmas. Um, And I think that you mentioned to Kevin on our team that part of your thinking that inspired you to to write this book was um, a way to combat this like weird emphasis on like elf on a shelf and all these weird gimmicks that it's like families feel like they have to rally around these weird things. And there's so much beauty in the actual Christmas story and and in some of these family traditions. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's what I loved about your book. Tell me what, what are your feelings about your book? (laughs) Well, um, we started, well, I, 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 the art came out just as I wanted it. And the the tradition is a true family tradition since my kids were born, uh, when they got a a little bit older. So we would take the baby Jesus and put it by their bedside when they were sleeping. Mm. And then that morning somebody wakes up and it's baby Jesus and they carry him. Yeah. We hide it by the bed. And then in the morning they, they all say, who's going to see who's going to have baby Jesus. And then um, that person, we, they all come to my room and we all give them candles and we, yep. And we, and uh, somebody carries the baby Jesus, whoever found them. And we go through the house singing. Yep. <laughs> and we go through the house singing. Uh, we sing silent night. We cry every morning. It's so beautiful because kids get up and it's still dark. Yeah. So the candles going through and we bring, we, we bring baby Jesus into every room of the house. This is your house. This is your bathroom. This is your kitchen, you know, everywhere. And yep. And, um, after that we bring him to the tree and you know what? They, they look at the presents, but they're looking at him. We lay him on the table, uh, where the advent wreath is. And then we tell him, we ask him, you be the king of our family. You are the gift of Christmas. You are the love of life. And, and we say all those things. And then, you know, it's like an enthronement kind of. Yeah. And then, and then after that, we get our coffee and things and sit down and we open presents. But his whole thing in the morning, he's completely honored from end to end. Yes. And it, and it only takes like a 10 minute thing. But uh, but it's a great tradition, and the kids love it. They love it. And both of my girls, when they got married, I bought them infant Jesuses to start. And they do it just with their husbands. They take them in the morning, you know, because they're not having kids until now. They haven't been able to um, conceive until now with their late pregnancies. And, and um, they they just... Um, they just do it without without the children. They just do it with each other. That's so beautiful. Everybody should have that in the morning. Process him, sing to him, love him, put him there, and your feeling about Christmas changes while you're doing it. It's so full of grace. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, it honestly, it, it, the, reading this uh, got me very excited for Christmas, and it got me very excited to read this with my kids as well as to do this stuff with my kids yeah. and, and my wife, obviously. I won't leave yeah. her out. Um, simple. It's simple and it yeah. doesn't cost, you know, it's not costly. Like you, you should have an infant Jesus. You should have a crush or whatever. And, to, but what I love about it, it's, you don't have the big, big preparations, big, in, and you know, cause parents are burdened right now with so much going on in their lives. They don't need a burden, but this is not a burden. It's something that's accessible. It's something that's sweet. It's something you participate in without spending a penny. Yes. And I was hoping that when that book would come out, my dream was, you know, when they sell Elf on the Shelf, you buy the book and the Elf is in the box with the book. I'm like, I want my book to have a baby Jesus in the box <laughs> to go with it. Are you going to do that? I, somebody who does marketing and money and things, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I would like them to do that. Wouldn't that be cool, though? It really you would buy be. The book and, and here's the baby right with it. Maybe somebody listening to this will say, well, there's a way to do that. I don't know. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, Z, Susan Joy Bell events. Uh, is there anything else you want to share with the audience about your book or just in general? Um, I would like to say um, King of the Shattered Glass is a perfect preparation for confession. And if it, it's about um, making mistakes and then the mercy of God. And uh, it really, really uh, moves the heart to, um, what it is to go to confession and really feel in your heart sorry because you love the king and not because you did something wrong it's like i love you and so it really uh, it helps understand divine mercy it helps understanding the sacrament of confession so that one was really good for confession preparation and um if you read it with your kids it'll make you want to go back to confession too well i plan to then because uh we are actually in the middle of preparing both of our daughters to do their first uh, confession so that, i will definitely love that yeah, I yeah, will do that. We'll love that. It's perfect for that. That's why I wrote it. And it's a confession is not being handled very well in, in uh, right now in the catechetical world so much. Uh, but this, again, a story goes into a heart and the heart is a buried treasure. They'll always remember the story and they'll remember they can take their broken glass to Jesus and he will make a stained glass window with a him adopting them. His love will be right, right there. That's what that book is for. That is so, so beautiful. I have a website. It's Susan joybooks.com and um my books are available on there and i'm you can read a little bit of interesting things about myself yeah i, I actually we were talking before the show started today because um you you were pointing out that i'm between john paul ii or john paul ii and mother Teresa, and yeah. there's a picture on your website where you are shaking hands with john paul ii and mother Teresa's right next to him and uh, it's just such a cool thing uh, that you got the opportunity to do this. So, yeah, definitely, uh, everyone, check out SusanJoyBooks.com. We'll put that website in the show notes. Um, where else can people find you? You're on the Awaken Catholic app. I saw you you joined there. I just joined that, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not – that's just about where you – I mean, I, I, King of the Shattered Glass is my Facebook page. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm a little bit of hermitish. And I do have trouble with the marketing part. Um, yeah, I, I, I. So this is all new to me, and um, well, I'm trying to be good. You're doing great, and I love that uh, this book, "The Light of Christmas Morning," was published with OSV, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know, they, I'm sure that they'll handle some of that for you. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. 
And yeah, that book is by two different publishers. Shattered Glasses, Tan has it in hardcover. Oh, okay. And, Mar and Marion Press has it in softcover. And then Will You Come to Mass is Marion Press. Beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Susan, you are a gem. Thank you for the work you're doing. Uh, keep keep it up. I'm very excited to hear more about that fourth book uh, that's forthcoming. Um, yes. And uh, I'd love to have you back on to talk about that in the future uh, once that's ready. Um, so we'll put links to everything we've talked about here, Susan's website, Susan's Facebook, um, and uh, make sure to uh, follow her on the Awaken Catholic app as well. And we'll put links to the books. And yeah. Thank you for joining thank, me today. Thank you. You're welcome. And in, in, in the consecration to Our Lady. Oh, yes. Because even if one person makes that consecration or one priest makes that consecration today, they become invincible and we're that closer. I love it. I love it. Susan, you are wonderful. And uh, viewers, listeners, before you go, there is just one thing I want to tell you. But before I tell you that, if you want to support this show and the making of it and get access to exclusive benefits like a daily scripture reflection and prayer time and some fun with yours truly, then visit theawakencatholicshow.com and join the community of saints with a lowercase s. Uh, now, before you go, I just need you to know that Jesus loves you.